hello hello and welcome back to my brain on tape i'm your host katie howie um i'm still in my closet still waiting to upgrade to a studio i'm totally kidding i probably will be in my closet forever but anyway um what is up i'm very excited to be back for another episode i think this is episode five um so it's crazy that ever this will be my fifth one of these um I'm so happy that you guys keep listening to them. Um, I'm really glad that I get to talk for an hour and express my thoughts about, you know, what's been going on in my brain. Um, Haha, my brain on tape. (laughs) That was a very bad joke. But anyway, um, so some updates from last time. Um, A life-changing update is that Taylor Swift released her re-recorded Fearless, Taylor's version Um, I did stay up until 2am dancing and crying and singing to my favorite songs, um, in my room and it was the best thing I could have ever experienced. It was so cool to have those songs that I've loved since I was like seven, um, come full circle to now me listening when I'm 19 and they just hit a little deeper now that I've experienced a little more life. Um, and they're just timeless classics. Like I, it was so good. Um, some of my favorite highlights from it, um, the laugh in Hey Steven, I was anticipating it being adorable and it was, and I literally was screaming in my room after I heard that laugh. It was amazing. Um, and I love that song. Um, I also kind of forgot about the song The Other Side of the Door, and I never was a huge fan of it. Like, I thought it was good, but I just never really listened to it, but that is one of my favorites from the re-recording. Um, I just think her voice now with that song just, oh, it's really good. Um, The Way I Loved You, obviously, I was expecting that to go above and beyond, and it did, and that song I think there was over the past week I've listened to that song quite a bit um and I think there was one car ride where I literally listened to it four times in a row and screamed it on the highway and I think that that is truly where that song is meant to be listened to is on the highway screaming by yourself it was amazing um I'm also really excited because a lot of people, myself included, think that um, her re-recording of 1989 is coming next. And although that's not my like absolute favorite of her albums, it has a very special place in my heart because um, it, of its connection to Harry Styles. Um, like I said, it wouldn't be an episode of My Brain on Tape without me talking about Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. But... Um, Basically, she went on Stephen Colbert, however you say his name, um, and was, like, joking around about how, hey, Stephen's about him, and she had this, like, manifestation board or, like, inspiration board of, like, all these pictures of him. One of the pictures was taken in 1989. People are crazy and, like, looked this up. There was also a piece of pizza on there with five pepperonis, and um, 1989 is her fifth studio album. And also it was released on Pizza Day originally. So she just is so smart and would do those things. Those aren't coincidences. And she kind of, um, like, she emphasized them. Like, she talked about the pizza. Um, And I'm just hoping, praying, manifesting for a Harry and Taylor collaboration on one of the Vault songs. I don't think she would change style to make it a duet if she did I would die a happy woman but um I think it's more realistic to think maybe on a vault song but if that doesn't end up happening I think I'll be heartbroken for months um so just don't talk to me if that doesn't happen and if it does happen also don't talk to me because I'll just be listening to it for the rest of my life um Like, someone would actually have to resuscitate me if they did a collab. Um, I'm not being dramatic. I'm just being realistic. Okay, now that I've done my album review, 
let's let's move on because I feel like some people aren't gonna want to listen to that um so I some things I'm looking forward to this week um I have another steeple race I'm really excited to kind of redeem myself and hopefully knock on wood um not fall (laughs) um I I'm just really excited I I said excited really weird that almost sounded like a country accent anyway I think just listening to Taylor Swift, um, old Taylor Swift has, uh, influenced my, te- my talking, um, but I'm just really excited to go for it. I think the first one I was hesitant and I didn't have a lot of confidence, um, to bring in last episode to tie it in, um, but I actually, I, I knew I was going to love Steeple and I knew it was going to feel really fulfilling to me as a runner to do it because I've been looking forward to it for so long um and I'm just really excited to see how fast I can go I feel like like I said in the last podcast I kind of was in survival mode and just wanted to finish the race but now I can actually compete a little bit more and with more confidence and just you know attack the hurdles and you know go for broke um (laughs) I you know you've been watching too much big time rush when I said go go for broke and that's like a lyric in their theme song go for broke make it clear that something when you go big time (laughs) um and (laughs) I've just been watching that a lot I probably will watch that after I finish this episode I almost didn't record it right now because I wanted to watch big time rush instead and once again it's a Thursday at 8 41 p.m Um, I'm going to upload this tomorrow. We knew we'd be here. If we're being realistic with ourselves, I need to stop fighting it. I'm just going to keep procrastinating these episodes. But I think Thursday is a good day to um, record them because I don't have much, many classes going on. So, Um, but, and then our goal from last week, I think, was to finally meditate. And surprise, surprise, I didn't meditate. Um... And I kind of want to get into why I think I'm avoiding doing this. I think meditation, if I work on it, I could be not good at, but I I think I could be better at, but I think could totally help me um, with some of my problems and train my brain to work a different way. But I want to get into that later. Um, And I have did daily affirmations. I didn't fully commit like I said I would. But, you know, this is me being realistic. I'm not going to lie to you guys and be like, and just say that I did all these things and I was perfect with how well I did last week's goals. I wasn't perfect with it at all. I barely did them. But that's okay. I feel like this week, this past week, I've kind of been on autopilot. Um, and I haven't felt very motivated to do anything. Um, socialize, talk to people, um, do my homework, cook, clean, everything. I just have been running on empty, um, and that's kind of a good segue into what this week's episode is going to be about. Um, and I kind of was struggling with what to name it. I think I'm ultimately going to name it Breaking the Cycle of Distraction, sounds so interesting um I don't know um but I was really but I originally was going to make this week why I can't accept a compliment because I felt like I had been making some progress with that um and I I'm definitely going to do that in an episode don't get me wrong because I think that's a great topic um and I still need to work on it so I think um I'll definitely get into that but not this week um I don't know I was just on my run this morning, um, because on Thursdays I have easy run on my own because I have class conflict. I feel like I mentioned this in another episode, whatever, you probably don't care. But anyway, I was running by myself and I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, which is literally the archetype for this podcast. Um, but what I really love about her podcast is I'll listen to it and I will just sit there or I was running so I didn't I wasn't sitting there I'll just kind of be in shock of how much 
I relate to what she's talking about and how well she puts it into words. Um, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is to maybe be that for other people and put into words what they couldn't before and hopefully give them advice. Um, but this week she was talking about, um, you know, that favorite topic of why social media sucks and why it's bad. And I already made an episode about this, but I think that this kind of goes in, into more detail and this is what, this is what's affecting me this week. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, even if I kind of am a bit of a broken record, but I, I, I brought, I think I'm going to bring in some interesting points, um, and some new information. So anyway, I feel like I've just been on autopilot this week. I've just been cycling through apps and been on social media more than I've wanted to. Um, and, uh, so back to, I kind of just went off on a tangent. I don't even know what I just said, but anyway, I was between, I was going to do why I can't accept a compliment. And then I was thinking about, um, talking about how to recharge your social battery if you're an introvert, because that's kind of what's been happening with me is I feel like, um, with the weather being nicer and more people being vaccinated, it's becoming easier to hang out with small groups of people safely for the first time in a while. And I am that as much as I love things kind of going back to a little bit of normal, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, this pandemic has kind of been an, an introvert's dream because I have the ultimate excuse to bail on plans or just not make them. Um, so if you don't know me well, I am definitely an introvert. Um, I'm, I am extroverted and I can be extroverted, but kind of the differential that I've realized, and I, I think I realized this senior year of high school, like end of senior year, is that I think there's two types of people. Well, yeah, I think it's two types of people. I was going to say there's somewhere in the middle, and I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle of introverted and extroverted, but how I explain it is either you recharge by being alone um, after a situation, like social situations drain you, and how you recharge is alone time, or being alone drains you mentally, and you kind of almost need to be around people, and you get recharged by being in a group of people and that's how you really thrive and I'm not saying I don't thrive in a group of people I'm just saying I can't thrive in a group of people for too long I can't be in this I just can't be around people for that long I can't make plans seven days in a row and not spend the next week I didn't make plans seven days in a row I'm exaggerating but and not spend the next week completely depleted of my social battery. Um, so I think this episode is kind of about recharging your social battery and kind of what that means for me, but I think it also, I'm going to talk about this cycle of distraction that I've kind of subconsciously gotten my, pushed myself back into. Um, and so basically, for the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've completely depleted my social battery. I was texting people more frequently. I got to hang out with some people outside, um, which, like I said, are all good things and I enjoyed them, but I almost went a full 180 with how much I was doing and I ended up completely overstimulating myself. Um, I feel like my tolerance to being social um, just is so low now because of the pandemic. It was already low to begin with, just with my personality and how my brain works and how I feel comfortable around people. But because of the pandemic and almost not really having any social interactions and not having anything to kind of keep my tolerance up, like I feel like the f my freshman year, when things were still normal, I almost was gaining more tolerance to doing more things because I was constantly around people. You know, you 
you don't really have any alone time when you're in a dorm. But I was getting used to that. But then flipping the switch and going 180 to being at home and being able to kind of sit in my room alone and shut people out. It was almost you're meant to shut people out because you weren't supposed to see anyone. Um, I feel like I just can't be social anymore. Um, And the thought of things completely reopening makes me so anxious, Um, which is a kind of a controversial thing to say because I feel like so many people are so ready for everything to go back to normal um and it it's almost like well why are you why do you want to stay in this quote-unquote new normal I hate that phrase so much but I mean it's kind of accurate so um and I almost feel guilty for feeling that way because I want to be excited about things opening up and I am excited, but it also, it's just going to be a lot for me, especially. And I know, I know probably so many people feel the same way, whether they want to admit it or not, but you know, adjusting back to normal life is going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable um, I'm, I'm speaking from how I'm, I'm anticipating it for myself. I mean, I can't put words in anyone's mouth, but for me, I think that it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to have to take baby steps to go back to the level of socialness I was at, I guess. Um, and you almost feel like you're missing out when you're that way. Um, so I kind of wanted to mention this earlier when I was talking about how I realized that I needed to recharge my social battery um, by being alone, and I realized that at the end of high school, and I think it was actually during senior week, which if you're not familiar with senior week, if you don't have it where you're from, um, basically it's all the seniors in high school rent a beach house with their friends for a week. And, you know, it's, it's like freedom and every, there's no parents and everyone kind of goes a little crazy. Um, if you know what I mean, but I don't get me wrong. I had fun at senior week. There was definitely some nights where it was, it was just really fun with some of my best friends and it was a nice way to close out high school. But there were also half the nights where I locked myself in my bedroom and I could hear you know, my friends hanging out with people and I, I just wanted to be completely alone. It was nothing to do with the people I was around and it was entirely to do with, I was just overstimulated. I had never been around people other than my family for that long. Um, and it just felt, I just felt exhausted and I just wanted to be alone. I, but then I also felt guilty because I I felt like I was wasting what was supposed to be a really fun time and I, you know, got FOMO from missing out on new memories and like final memories and stuff like that. I also just felt bad because I felt like I had to hang out with certain people and, and I felt like it was my fault and I was doing something wrong. Um, and it's taken a long time to realize, um, that, that is normal. You know, that I'm just a I'm just that type of person where I can't be around people constantly because I'll go insane and I'll get irritated and I'll I just need to retreat back to myself um and kind of take time to process the events that, you know, when I was with people um and yeah, so I think that that's a really important thing to realize is what type of person you are um, and being okay with it and having friends that are okay with it and understand that you're not going to want to, if you're my type of recharging, you're, you can't, you can't go out every weekend, like I said, in normal times, like you can't go out and meet all these new people all the time because you'll just get overwhelmed, you'll get really anxious 
and you'll just want to retreat from everyone from the whole world for the next two weeks and just not talk to anyone if that happens um I think that that's a really important part of life is realizing where you get your energy from I know that I definitely have friends and family that are the complete opposite and they don't like being alone for too long um, and that's draining for them and they need to be around people and they need to be in a big group and that's where they thrive and there's not one that's better than the other it's just you have to kind of figure out which one you are or if you're somewhere in the middle um, because that kind that kind of lets you know what your what your boundaries are and where you need to draw the line where maybe you're saying no to plans because you you don't it's not like you don't want to go you just can't do that you know that once you get there you're you're just not going to be fun to be around because you're just so exhausted socially if that makes sense um so I think from last week kind of being more social like I said it was good but um I just can't I was just pushing it full throttle what I haven't been used to and I'm a really bad texter because I I I just can't be constantly talking to people um because it just stresses me out and I don't know anyway but I feel like I was on my phone more texting people um so it wasn't just like I wasn't I wasn't necessarily seeing a lot of people in person it was just because like I said, we're in a pandemic, but anyway, um, I was just on my phone more and texting people more. And I feel like that really sucked the life out of me socially. Um, so this week I feel like to compensate for depleting my social battery, I went completely in the other direction and I have absolutely sucked at reaching out to people. I don't, I, I, went back to how I normally am but way way worse like on the opposite side of this of the spectrum so I just have not been able to answer people's texts and that makes me feel bad because I want to be available to my friends and I don't want people to think I'm avoiding them but I I literally just don't have the energy to answer texts or I just it's weird but I almost get anxious when someone texts me and I don't know what to say, so then I leave it for a while, and I almost think that I responded, and then I didn't, and that makes me really stressed out, because then I'm like, oh my gosh, this person probably thinks I hate them, when that's not the case, but, and that's not really my fault, that I just don't have the energy to text people back, um, so, um, and I, I really suck at setting boundaries and saying no to people, Um, when I know I don't have the energy for plans because I don't want to reject someone and make them feel bad. And also most of the time I do want to go, I just really don't have the energy. Um, so then when I do say yes, even though I know I shouldn't, I don't have as much fun as I feel like I should. And that makes me feel guilty for almost wasting this person's time. And I don't know, it's just a whole cycle of overthinking, um, But I feel like that's something I'm working on is um, saying no more. And I have gotten exponentially better at it. But, you know, I'm always a work in progress. So I also, I don't know what day I did this. I guess it was, it must have been like Saturday or Sunday. It must have been sometime over the weekend. I deleted Instagram and Snapchat off my phone because I think I realized that I was just that watching other people's like Instagram stories and Snapchat stories was just super toxic to me um and it just made me feel bad about myself and it it's almost like I don't feel this I don't want that to come off the wrong way I was gonna say I don't feel like keeping up with other people's lives that aren't actually in my life you know, like, they live far away, but, I mean, that does make sense, it's not that I'm not interested in what's going on in their life, um, I had a conversation with my roommate about this on our run one time, but, or sometime this week, and 
it's almost like when you do see that person in person, you know what they've been doing. So it's just weird. And I'd rather kind of go AWOL on someone that I'm not super close to and I wouldn't like obviously um like my best friends like I would (laughs) this is sounding bad but you know I'm saying like the people you're super close with like I'm not gonna go AWOL on them but you know the people that you're not super close with you know I, I just don't feel like I need to have the energy I don't feel like I have the energy to keep tabs on them through social media and then when I see them in person it's like I already know what's going on in your life so you don't have a good conversation you already you're like oh how are you but you don't you kind of know a little bit how they are and like what's been going on whereas when you kind of no idea what this person's doing maybe they're off social media or whatever and you just have this really great conversation when you see them for the first time in like a year or something and I feel like that's obviously that's how it used to be because you never you know when there wasn't social media or the internet you wouldn't know how people were doing unless you called them or something and it was almost exciting to see someone in person because you know you don't know what they've been doing and you're you know that you're gonna have a good conversation so I anyway that was a long-winded I don't even know what I said but Um, basically I realized that watching other people's stories seemed like a waste of my time and a waste of life that I could be working on myself and doing what I love instead of watching other people do things that I was like, oh, I wish I could do that. So I deleted it. Um, and then I kind of got looped back in when I felt the need to post on the My Brain on Tape Instagram. If you're not following it, here's my little plug. Um, anyway, but, and not that I felt the need to post for it. I mean, sort of, but I wanted to post. I love, um, picking out those, like, cool visuals for what the podcast is and also, like, writing out kind of a summary and of the, of the episode like that's a part of this creative process and I really love it um but that was what made me re-download um Instagram and I don't know why I re-downloaded Snapchat I think I just got sucked in I don't even use Snapchat the only thing I use on Snapchat is my private story and I it's like I post things for me because I find it I find that I enjoy watching my own private story, as narcissistic as that sounds. I'm sure everyone does that, though. So, anyway. So, I re-downloaded those apps, basically, to end a long-winded story. And I ended up spending even more time catching up on what I missed over the course of the day that I deleted it, which is so stupid, (laughs) saying that out loud. Um, And I don't want to get... I'm going to talk about social media, obviously, a little bit more, um, but I don't want to be a broken record on that topic because I did record a whole episode about it, but I feel like I talked about this in that episode, but I got back into this cycle of um, of going through each of those social media apps mindlessly looking for new information, kind of trying to overload my brain. And I'm not quite sure why. I think I wanted to distract myself from thinking things, if that makes sense. But I just got stuck in this almost autopilot of I constantly needed my phone on me at all times. I couldn't stand to have a spare second where I wasn't stimulating my brain with something mindless because I I think I just after I hang out with people I overthink every single thing that I said and I like it like randomly I I won't be thinking about anything randomly like one thing that I said that might have come off a little weird but probably didn't I'll think about it and then I'll just like my whole body will tense up and I'll just cringe about it and so I think I wanted to prevent that phenomenon from happening so I would just constantly be on my phone 
Um, but I kind of am losing where I was going with this, but, um, I don't like that feeling of going on autopilot because I feel like this is so weird to talk about, but, um, this has kind of been happening more recently where I almost have memory loss of the like the weeks all mesh together because I feel like nothing is really happening but I also think it's because I'm almost on autopilot with going through my phone and just constantly being on that where the weeks I feel like the weeks aren't really being lived because I'm just stuck in this I'm just stuck going through the motions of life almost and there was a couple days where I couldn't even remember what I had for lunch the day before because it was just fuzzy like I couldn't remember if it was pizza or if it was pizza or something and it was just scary um like I felt like I didn't even remember what I've been doing for the past couple of months Obviously, I know I can distinguish the weeks with like bigger things that have happened, but I feel like I just haven't been in the present moment. I've just been away in phone land for too long, and um, I feel like it's it's sort of always been like that, but this past week, it's just been astronomically... <laughs> I just thought of that one TikTok... Um, the volume inside of this bus is astronomical or something. Um, it's just been astronomically higher, um, where I'm constantly feeling, like I said, I'm constantly needing a distraction in front of me, whether that's listening to music or the biggest one scrolling through TikTok or reading on my phone and stuff. Um, or listening to a podcast when I'm doing the dishes or cleaning my room. Like, I just can't be alone with myself for more than, like, five minutes. Um, and then right before bed, I, is the only time that I'm allowing myself to not be on my phone. So I, I go on my, it's kind of like that revenge bedtime procrastination thing which I kind of want to save for another episode I feel like I want to do more research on that because I thought that was really interesting and definitely something that I do but I almost put off putting my phone down to go to bed so that I can delay sitting there with my thoughts before I go to bed because there's no distraction I mean, I guess I could listen to White Noise or the... I know Harry Styles does, like, a drift off to sleep with me, like, where he's talking, and I have listened to that before. But I don't know. I just, like, can't do those things. I have to just go to sleep. I I don't like White Noise and stuff. Um, But it's the only time where I allow myself to be vulnerable enough to have those... have you know, those thoughts creep into my head and I'm just like thinking about, I'm overthinking about everything I did that day and every conversation I had and when I sounded weird and all that stuff. Um, sorry, this is, I feel like this may be TMI. I'm, I'm okay guys, but I don't know. I don't know if this is a phenomenon that other people experience. I'm sure it is. Um, But I feel like I'm scared to be with my own thoughts because if I think too much, I'll go down a rabbit hole of just really irrational things and almost put words in people's mouths or put, put feelings in people's heads that I think, oh, this person, I'll overthink something that this, someone said to me and I'll be like, oh, this person doesn't like me. Like I'll, I'll get to that conclusion by overthinking and it's just not good but back to kind of the social battery thing um I've been really frustrated because I feel like I've completely retreated myself um too much probably from 
my relationships with my family and friends. Like, I just feel like I haven't been in the mood to talk to anyone, really. Um, and so I feel like I should feel recharged from that. But I almost feel more depleted because um, I'm just sitting on my phone. And I'm still being social in that way because, you know, it's hello, it's social media, it's literally in the name. But being on your phone and on social media isn't recharging my social battery because it's draining it more. It's not necessarily being social in the traditional sense. Um, You know, it's a little more impersonal because it's not face-to-face. But I'm still interacting with people all around the world on TikTok there will be people from all over that I'm being social with on through comments or just even watching their video and that's more draining honestly um I just feel like I'm stuck in this bubble that I've created for myself where I'm just using social media and that autopilot as a coping mechanism to kind of just exist but not really do anything. Um, This cycle of distraction like I was talking about. Um, And it's really draining me mentally um, and I feel like I can't be social. Um, And you know, I feel like it's just taking up so much of my time. I'm not being productive. Um, and it takes me so long to do my homework because I just get distracted going on my phone. Um, I'm not doing the hobbies I love. I haven't, um, really been, actually I have been playing guitar a little more, um, because I wanted to relearn some fearless songs. (laughs) Um, but, I feel like I, I haven't, I wish I would do it more than just being on my phone. Um, my room has been an absolute mess because I have no energy to even clean it at all. Right now, let's take a peek. Boy. Okay, right now it's the best that it's looked in weeks, if not a month, but it's still messy. Um, but it's better. So that's progress. Um, progress, not perfection. But anyway, um, what else? Oh, I have not been in the mood to cook anything remotely hard. It has just been grilled cheeses, um, chicken tenders, pizza, all the unhealthy stuff. Um, I've gotten better though. I did make my famous, uh, fake roots bowl. And I had that for dinner last night and leftovers for lunch. And then me and Alicia shared, um, well, she had it with rice and I had it with pot or with spaghetti. Um, but we made like shrimp, rice and (laughs) spaghetti. So that was like nice to kind of break out of that cycle. But I feel like I just haven't had any energy to do the hobbies that I love. Um, and it's so funny because I literally talked about this in the social media episode I think um but I had I wasn't really going I was going through it sort of at that time but right now it's just kind of almost the worst the um the worst it's ever been so it's just funny that I'm almost taking my own advice and taking my own self-awareness and using it because I I was thinking about it and I was like yeah I haven't I'm not doing the hobbies that I love. Like, I was evaluating why I feel so bad. Um, And I think with social media, for me, going cold turkey on social media is just not a realistic solution. I would love to just be able to cut it out. And um, me and Sam, if you're listening, one of my loyal listeners... um, she literally showed the podcast to her mom and they were like listening to it and that made my day. Um, so Sam, if you're listening, shout out to you, but she texted me and she was asking if I wanted to buy a burner phone. I feel like people on TikTok were doing this, 
where they buy like a flip phone or like a slide phone um, and just use it for the summer and just live your best life without social media and without comparison and just focus on yourself and that's so tempting but I feel like I almost can't do that because I think it would just be too much for me um so for me I don't think going cold turkey is the solution um and it's so funny because I literally have given this advice to to one of my other friends um and was like you know it's really hard to cut something out of your life completely like any progress you make is going to be good um uh like you know you're human you know you're gonna mess it up sometimes and you're gonna kind of go back into old habits um you know with like social media and stuff and but it's okay because if you're trying then that's that's really all that matters and I do genuinely believe that but then when it comes to me I was getting mad at myself because I wasn't able to keep those apps fully off my phone. Um, and it's just funny because, I, like I said, I feel like I give good advice and I'm pretty knowledgeable. But the second I need some advice for myself, it, it just doesn't apply to me, which doesn't make sense and it's not realistic. But that's how it works in Katie's brain. Um, but I'm working on reversing that psychology that reversing those connections that I've made in my brain um to you know be easier on myself and cut myself some slack because social media is insanely addictive it's very toxic I covered all that but um you know I think whatever I can do to reduce it maybe one app at a time. I think I just want to get rid of Snapchat because I absolutely hate it. I don't have any conversations. I I don't have many conversations with people unless they, unless I post something on my private story and they swipe up and we have like a conversation, which I do love those interactions. And I think I just talked really fast. (laughs) I do love the private story aspect of it, but I mean, now I have a podcast where I can talk for an hour about things and entertain myself so almost the the um the private story is is getting some competition so sorry um but I think I like this better I think this is a healthier way to express myself than just through a private through random videos of me I don't even know um So along with just being a cycle of distraction, um, social media and feeling like I'm almost missing out on life because I'm stuck in that cycle and it's almost like a bubble, um, keeping me from real life. Um, I feel like social media has completely destroyed my attention span and I'm talking about you, TikTok. I'm coming after you in this in these next few minutes. I've never ranked social media in how toxic I think they all play out. That didn't make sense, but you get what I'm saying. I've never ranked them based off of how toxic they are. That is a better way of saying it, Katie. There you go. Um, but if I did, I feel like before I would before I thought about this, I would always kind of say that or think that TikTok isn't as problematic as Instagram or Snapchat because you're not comparing yourself to other people necessarily as much. Um, I think Instagram in that regards would be probably the most toxic. Snapchat just doesn't give you any substance whatsoever. Those like news stories are so, um, are so bad and so not real. Um, you know, I'm talking about like when you're looking at, um, Snapchat and they give you these like really absurd and drastic news headlines that make you want to click on them, but they're not real at all. (laughs) Um, so I feel like that's pretty toxic too, but I always thought, you know, TikTok is so funny. It brings me so much joy. It really does sadly um you know I've had some some moments of small TikTok fame which have made me really happy I feel like I found 
my target audience on TikTok um, with, I'm basically on TikTok, I'm a Taylor Swift and Harry Styles fan account and Olivia Rodrigo. Like I, that's like the only TikToks I make, but some of them do get some likes. So, you know, anyway, but now on my run, I was specifically thinking about this that I was literally running and recording audio files of my thoughts on my run because I thought that they were so good and I wanted to write them down so I could talk about them. (laughs) Um, so So basically, I was thinking about how my attention span is so bad. I have the attention span of a goldfish and I feel like it's also taken... Because on TikTok, you're just you're just scrolling and within five seconds if you're not liking the video you just scroll like instantly you you're not watching this lengthy thing like almost sometimes with youtube or even tv shows i feel like i can't watch it anymore because it's too long which is so sad um but anyway i feel like my attention span is messed up i also feel like my patience is really low because everything is so attainable but then when it's you know a little inconvenient like sometimes the wi-fi here stinks and I will get so frustrated for the five minutes it takes me to kind of um turn off the wi-fi turn it back on and kind of everything refresh I get so mad and it just makes me sad I feel like I want to re retrain my brain to um lengthen my attention span and practice patience and I think I want to start meditating. I know I've said this the past like three episodes and I haven't done it, but I really want to try. I'm really going to make myself try. Um, and, but I think what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode of why I haven't done it, meditation, those like random little thoughts that you try and suppress throughout the day, there's nothing distracting you enough for them there's nothing distracting you so they come full force they're like oh she's she she's not doing anything else like let me let me just make her think oh like this person hates you (laughs) like I don't know but um I think that's why I haven't done meditation is because I'll just get really distracted with those thoughts and it on it like I won't be meditating at that point but I think it takes patience which is my patience is paper thin now because of how accessible everything is um and when it's not when something takes a while it makes me mad um which isn't good um but I think meditation could help with both of those things um but it also made me think about how technology is going to affect future generations now I I mean, technology was a thing when I was born, but there were no, like, smartphones and stuff like that. Like, kids growing up now, a lot of parents, I I don't really want to say this, this is, like, the parents' fault, but some parents will just, as soon as they're, like, acting up, they'll just hand them the iPad to distract them. And I feel like that is going to be so interesting to see how that affects future generations I was at the grocery store and I was getting really stressed out because it was crowded and I don't like when there's a lot of people and it was making me socially anxious and I just didn't like it so I already was like riled up from that but I looked over and there was this probably four or five year old girl um, in the cart with the mom, what I presume, what I presume to be the mom's phone in her hand. And I wasn't like snooping to see what was on her phone. I just was trying to look for something behind them in the frozen, um, in the freezers. But I noticed that the girl, the, this four-year-old girl, I don't actually know her age, but she looked like she was four, was scrolling on TikTok. This four-year-old girl was scrolling on TikTok. And I was just thinking to myself, 
at least I had a normal attention span before TikTok was a thing. But if you, if, if people are now growing up on watching TikToks, they're just never going to have a full attention span. Their attention span is going to be 60 seconds tops. 60 seconds is the most you can do on a TikTok and that feels really long. I feel like these kids are going to have 15 second attention spans and it, that's so sad. Um, I, I just can't even, I don't even want to think about it anymore. That's just really sad. But overall, I feel like this episode didn't even really cover the breaking the cycle of distraction. But I, I actually, in my, I, I still have some advice to give. So I don't know if I'm going to title it that or social battery. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm all over the place. Um, overall, I feel like this cycle of just going through social media and only really doing that and doing nothing else with my day, like I'm not accomplishing anything in the day besides maybe a little bit of homework and going to practice. Not doing things other than social media is, I feel like, making me put like my blinders on. Um, towards life I feel like it's like you're when your parents are yelling at you to get off your phone and look at the view on a long drive I know my parents have done that where they're kind of like all right all of you like you three like get off your phones and look at this pretty I was gonna say pretty tree that literally might be the stupidest thing I've said um you know look at look at the nice view or oh, look, look at that college repath. What, what are these examples? You get the point though. I feel like most parents have probably yelled at their kids for that. Not yelled, but, you know, encouraged their kids to get off their phones and look up and enjoy the view. Um, but I feel like that's almost how I feel. I feel like the more, the older I get, the more my parents, um, advice and sayings that I thought were, like, not stupid, but I was like, ah, I don't need to do that. I feel like they make more sense, and I almost give them to, I give that advice to myself, and then I'm like, that's literally something my, my mom or dad would say, but I feel like if you don't break out of this bubble or this cycle of distraction, you're just gonna miss everything. Like I said, I have, legitimate memory loss of like things that have happened over the past couple months honestly past year because not much not many big events have happened but I feel like that is definitely an indication that I'm living in autopilot almost and I feel like it could be worse but it definitely could be better so I just really want to get off my phone more and do things that I want to do, get back into my hobbies. Um, So some advice I have for breaking out of this cycle of distraction. Um, Really for me, I would say break this cycle by doing one thing on your to-do list. Um, Whether that's being productive with homework or doing your hobby or going on a self-care walk or doing like a face mask or something or journaling anything that you've been kind of putting off um shove your phone in a drawer give it to your roommate to hold you accountable and do that one thing because I guarantee after you do one thing and maybe spend even as short as five minutes going on a walk you're gonna want to keep doing whatever you're doing. I feel like I feel this way when I'm playing guitar or piano. If I kind of almost force myself to sit down and say, I'm going to play one song, I end up losing track of time and playing more songs and getting into it. And I feel so much better after I force myself to do that instead of going on my, going on my phone. Also, I think the distraction cycle is there for a reason and it's 
a diversion from the scary, uncomfortable thoughts. And it's a lot easier to stay in the comfort zone of not thinking about how you might be unsatisfied with life or work or you're, you feel like you're not living your ideal life. Um, so you're just kind of distracting yourself with your phone. I know I do this. It's a lot easier to do that than to address those feelings and those thoughts and feel them and do something about it. Um, I think that, you know, feelings that, feelings that you've been trying to suppress for almost probably your whole life will arise and they're going to be uncomfortable. But I think for me, I'd rather go through the discomfort, um, of addressing them and working towards solutions instead of pretending they aren't real and giving them more power um, than they deserve to make me miss out on life Um, that happens outside of that bubble that I've kind of created for myself in this distraction Um, you know I think some self-reflection and some self-evaluation of how you've been living your life and how you treat others and your goals and you know, your habits and your hobbies, that is a very important thing. It's a scary thing to kind of really, really look at yourself and hold yourself accountable and say, well, you're, you're unhappy about this. So you need to do something about it. You know, sometimes we're all talk. I know sometimes I'm all talk and I have really great ideas, but then I never fulfill them. And that feels like I'm letting myself down. So really evaluate maybe why you're um, distracting yourself, you know? I don't know. Um, I think also uh, with kind of, this doesn't go with the cycle, but with the, um, the social battery thing, Uh, something that I've definitely gotten a lot better at, but I still, like I said, I'm a work in progress. I'm not perfect with it. Um, I need to forgive myself for not making, for not making myself as available to other people, um, when I don't have the energy or the mental capacity to do so. Saying no to plans is okay, and I think I really almost need to hear that, (laughs) Um, but, you know, not feeling bad about it, and if someone gives you crap about saying no to a plan, just, I mean, with some people, you, they just won't understand that you can't be doing all these social things all the time. But, you know, just make up, I don't know, it's just hard. Some people won't understand, but don't feel guilty about it because you know why you can't do it. And if they don't understand your boundaries, then they're probably not someone you want in, in your life. But I know that's a really hard realization and eating me now thinking about it. Like if I, if someone was like that to me, I think I would probably blame myself. Um, And it's easier for me to say that outside of the situation. But working towards setting good boundaries and sticking to them and doing it for yourself. Um, Oh, something something that kind of goes with advice um, is to find things that you're looking forward to. Um, Whether that's like a fun day trip with your friend in like a city that's not that far Um, where you're just going shopping or something, or, like, planning a vacation when it's safe to do so, um, like, I, or finding a class that you want to take. So, uh, these are very specific examples to me. Um, I was scrolling on TikTok, ironically, after I just, um, kind of pooped on TikTok for a while. Um, I do still like it. I just want to, I don't want it to take over my life. But I saw that Charlie Puth, um, 
who's a singer songwriter um who's very talented um he is doing this online music class for a month and you get to learn all of his techniques on producing and writing songs um and you get to actually produce two original songs and get like feedback on them with other people taking the class um and like instructors and stuff and that made me so excited I really want to do this class um and it's it's really weird for me to admit that because I'm almost scared people are going to be like oh that's stupid but it's something that I think would be really cool and it's you know yes um I'm a nurse or I'm going to be a nurse um why would I take a music class well it's something that I'm passionate about and I think is really interesting and I would love to know how to produce music more and I feel like over the past year I've really gotten into how music is made I love watching interviews of um I think I watched an interview with Charlie Puth about how his music is made and he has perfect pitch so it's just really interesting to see how he thinks and um like I said I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and they're I just think they're geniuses and um Olivia Rodrigo her songwriting is amazing and I just really have gotten into learning people's processes and with songwriting and stuff um and as dorky as it is to admit sometimes I mean since I was little I feel like I've like created like little songs but it's something that I like to do and it I would oh god I would never share it with anyone um or at least right now I don't think I could ever share it with anyone but I'm really interested in learning more about that and that got me really excited and that made me motivated um and I feel like that kind of broke my cycle of doing things that don't really feel fulfilling um so I'm hopefully I'll get to do that um and I'll keep you guys updated but um also I started planning a trip with um some of my friends shout out to you Jess and Anna if you're listening um to go to Park City Utah um in June and that was just getting me excited because I haven't been to Utah before um and just like just thinking about going to a new place after I've been in Delaware for basically like I literally haven't left Delaware for like a full year besides going to Pennsylvania and I guess sometimes you make it into Maryland because it's just you know we're we're not like I'm close to those but it made me so excited and I think having even if it's not that big of a trip like that's I mean you're like that's like a plane ride and stuff like I also haven't been on a plane since in like five years so if I I don't even know since going into freshman year of high school so I'm just really excited about those things um and I feel like that um, having things to look forward to like that break you out of that cycle um but I also think another thing I realized on my run today sorry this is like going kind of long but anyway is that yes I can get excited about going places somewhere new because I need that I need to travel after this year um when it's safe but just trying to appreciate the area around me um I've been here my whole life pretty much um pretty much I have um and even though I'm so assimilated to my environment if I can try and look at it with fresh eyes of someone visiting being like oh you guys have all these cool state parks that are beautiful whereas like I run in them every day so I I'm just used to them and I take them for granted um you know I really want to try and do that and you know try and find some new places that are out of my normal route and just keep things interesting um I don't know but my goal for this week is to um analyze so I encourage you guys to do this too I don't know if anyone has actually worked on the things that I've suggested but these are a good these are good goal setting um or exercises for me so I'm gonna keep doing them um but 
I really want to analyze the times when I felt good, really good and really happy and kind of see what habits I was prioritizing at the time because I think there's definitely a correlation between them. Um, and for me, I think that's really making it a priority to go on walks by myself um, and listen to podcasts, uh, reading an actual hardcover book, um, you know, making music and learning new songs, um, journaling somewhere peaceful, baking something fun. I haven't baked in months, and I think right after this I'm going to bake even though it's uh, it's like 9.40. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow because I don't really have a lot to do, but... I haven't baked in months and I love baking and I used to make muffins all the time like first semester um and that's just something I usually do but I have not had the energy to do it um and I saw this girl on TikTok say that she was starting over with herself meaning um she was trying to get into a new headspace with her habits and get good habits um so I think I want to kind of do the same thing and I really want to work on getting my attention span back um I think I might order a new book um a hard copy book and read it before bed and you know get into that again because I love reading but I just never I quote unquote never have the time for it but I have the time to go on my phone for hours in a day doesn't make sense um and meditation I'm gonna make it a goal once again I think this is the third time I made it a goal but, you know, third time's a charm, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it with the topic. Sorry we ran a little long today. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I seriously cannot fathom that people listen to me talk for an hour straight. Um, I know, um, shout out to you, Holly. Um, she said that, she told me that she spent three hours listening to my podcast and not even doing like doing other things while listening to it like I feel like I can't listen to a podcast just by sitting there and listening to it I have to like be cleaning my room or running or doing something she literally just sat there listening to me for three hours so shout out to you Holly you're a real one um that is crazy that you could withstand my voice for that long um but seriously you guys are the coolest um and I really appreciate you and if you want to be even cooler in my book not to coerce you or anything but um if you want to give my brain on tape a review on apple podcasts um if you're vibing with the podcast um or if you really hate this podcast and you want me to shut up um constructive criticism is also appreciated I'm always trying to um you know get some feedback um so go ahead to apple Podcasts if you want to do that um also follow the instagram if you want at my brain on tape i'm thinking of starting to ask for questions or even some topics that you guys want to hear about um through like the instagram stories where you can kind of type a response um so Maybe I'll try and do that for next week. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you're following. Um, But I hope you guys have an amazing, incredible week filled to the brim with happiness and growth. I'm really manifesting that for you guys. Um, And I guess I'll see you next week with whatever problem I'm struggling with then. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but I think that's it. This episode's really long, but thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.